Hello and welcome to the Dance of the Soul with Regan Forston and I, Natasha Venter. You know, we're both here to help whoever is here to gain their better, greater knowing about what happens on other side of life uh, and what happens in our soul and why are we here purposes. And there's this dance that, you know, the more that we know why our soul is here, it helps us very much to negotiate. Um, hi, Kate. Um, oh. It really helps us to negotiate a lot of our dance about, you know, why do we struggle with fears? Why do we struggle with anxieties? Why do we struggle with um, relationship problems? Why do we struggle with so many different things? that interact with us. And that's why Regan and I are here. You know, Regan is a hypnotherapist who works with the Newton Institute. And then, um, and I know the other person that you were doing, but then her name just slipped by oh, yeah. And the uh, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Yeah, the quantum, and, and, and you can say that. I'm gonna struggle with that a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Veronica. And, uh, and, uh, and then, you know, with me being the psychic medium who I remember being born, I remember a lot of the contracts coming in. So for me, I have a very quick avenue, I'm going to call it, to why is a soul here? I really connect with my soul. I have connected with my soul my whole life and actually talk with it. And it, she's more feminine than masculine. I know I've had masculine lifetimes, but I'm more feminine. And, you know, and with Regan, with his um, lovely awarenesses that he's gained through his ages and, and you know, mm -hmm. different scenarios that he's come into in his life. And then me, you know, life puts me not necessarily through life situations, but puts me in a witnessing situation. So I witness a lot of people without judgment. So I can take the, you know, I use my hawk idea to be able to negotiate through, you know, seeing the bigger vision. And then I use mouse energy to see the, you know, like I was looking at the playground and all of a sudden there's a fly on a, on the, on an, uh, on the playground. And I noticed that fly, you know, cause I noticed the bigger picture of the playground, you know, the notice the bigger picture. And then I noticed the fly. So I try to do that little dance here. So it's, um, it's one of those things that when we're going through scenarios and, and negotiating something and Kate, I know you're going to be answered, um, asking some questions here. And what Regan and I have found is, is that if we can have a conversation about what we wanted to, maybe I'll answer your question first, since you asked that real quick, but what we like to do is have kind of like commercial times that we answer certain questions. But since you're doing this at the very beginning of the show, I will do this. But our, what we wanted to talk about, which we're going to dance into this conversation real quickly, is what happens to the soul after we it leaves our physical body. And actually, I'm going to even put in a little bit because people wonder what happens to the soul if you have dementia or Alzheimer's or those kinds of things. And why, you know, why does things have to last so long? And so we'll talk about that. But Kate, since you wonderfully typed in this question right at the very beginning, I, I haven't had a chance to read it, but I will do this real quick. So um, let's see here. Um, so she says, I'm not sure if you'll be able to answer this as it may be classic as a medical question. I've been feeling generally unwell for the last couple of months. I went to the doctor uh, and got blood work. So she's going to finish this off here. 
today is anything in concerned about um <laughs> too impatient ha 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 thank you um and then she says i completely understand if you feel uncomfortable answering this i you know um kate thank you because i am not a doctor but i do check in with the body and um and not necessarily um so i'm going to tell you since kate you you're giving me the permission to tap in here and i can kind of scan your body now not seeing you face to face and that kind of stuff i'm going to give this disclosure that you know there might be a little bit of gray area in here but you are very strong in your connection here so with that that i do see that you have um and remember i'm not a doctor but this is something that i'm just getting is is that you do have a small infection going through and I don't want to call it a blood infection, but it's kind of like where um, you might have, um, oh, what's the word I want to use? That, um, you know, when you start eating the wrong things, you start negotiating the wrong things with your body, and then you get into a, a cold or something like that, then there's this kind of like this this discomfort, dis dis-ease, not disease, but dis-ease that gets into the body. And that's what I feel like is, is that you've, you've gotten into this negotiation with your body. So what I'm hearing from your guides and from my guides is that um, if you can get a cleaner diet for a little while, even if you can for six weeks, it's not a punishment, but a cleaner diet. In other words, try to get off the sugars, try to take some natural teas, drink some natural teas that where they're more organic, uh, get off like dairy, get kind of cleaner in your body. Um, also, I feel like, did you take some of the, um, the vaccinations? So with that, that you may want to go through and, and there isn't necessarily Charcoal may not be the right thing for you, but there is some other natural cleansers, plant-based, that can help you cleanse your 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 blood, your um, your tissues, and that kind of thing. Also, too, that if you're um, understanding that our planets are really pushing us around a lot, and I really feel like that you're hypersensitive to what is going on in the astrologies, in the um, astrology, the um, up in the planets. And so with that, really check in to see what plant you might talk to an astrologer and see what planets that are affecting you in your health department, in your health area of your chart that might help you to negotiate some of these things that are unearthing. And, and then at the same time, um, yeah. So, uh, and, and two, if you are feeling very low energy, take your, uh, adrenals and your liver and gallbladder, because the fact that um, a lot of times when we're not filtering our life very well, and our adrenals are the thing that that really pump us full of energy. And I know a lot of us are struggling with adrenal blowouts or adrenal energy blowout. And so with that, that I even had to do negotiate that with me, which basically I had to clean my diet out to get my my liver and my gallbladder and my adrenals and my um, thyroid uh, to all work at a better um, scenario. So with that, that you might, I feel like that you almost need to go through the metaphorical car wash with your body a little bit, not a punishment by any means, 
And it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect, but if you can kind of um, take a step back with your body's food intake and get cleaner for a little bit. Uh, I know that um, that as we're going into this um, different weather system, you know, eating salads might not be right, but you know, if you get the bone broth chicken soup might be better for you than, than let's say eating uh, a hamburger for dinner or something like that, unless your body really asks for it. And what I would do too is, is that if you know about muscle testing, muscle testing is where you, you, you put your fingers together like this and you put one finger inside the other. Okay. So you put your, 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 um, your pointer finger and your thumb together. And this is for people on podcast and, and you do it with both hands. Like you're going to put, you know, glasses over your eyes and then you put your finger in. And then what you do is you try it, you put your, um, your fingers in between the other two fingers and then you try to pull them apart. Okay. So then you ask, what is my yes? What is my no? And whatever opens up is would be your no and whatever yes is that, or whatever it says, you know, your body. And what I do when I was going through my my having to clean my body out a little bit more, which I'm going to have to do again because I've been hitting the sugar a little bit too much lately, <laughs> is, is that um, is that I've asked my body, do you want protein tonight? Do you want chicken protein? Do you want beef protein? So even tonight, my body wants chicken over beef. And so with that, that um, negotiating your body a little bit to see if, like for me, I had to get down to just celery and peanut butter. And the peanut butter I used was better peanut butter. It wasn't one of the name brands. It was one of the kinds that I had to mix in the oil. And then I would put the good honey in with it, the one that is local, the one that crystallizes. I would mix that in. So then I would get my sugar because I I love sugar, get my sugar intake. But yet the celery and the peanut butter was something that my body just craved. And celery is a natural cleanser, too. So with that, that find those things that can help you out with negotiating. And I feel like that if you go into the astrology and you go in and, and you clean out your system because you don't necessarily have an infection, but you have a dis-ease of the body because you've gone through a lot and you're, um, you, you, you feel like you've gone through a lot of stress. And when we go through a lot of stress, our adrenals get blown out, our liver and our gallbladder, which are filtering our, our, um, our, our emotions right? Because the gallbladder is so much about emotions. And when we're filtering that kind of thing, it does help. So I do help. Um, so she says, um, uh, very interesting. I thought I was possibly low iron. Thank you. I appreciate that. So it's, yeah, but low iron is a cause and effect of your, um, your body not running at top speed. And so with that, that, you know, if you can do a little bit of that, negotiate a little bit of your diet and, and clean it up, eat as much organic as you can, more bone broth instead of just the Campbell's, you know, or whatever, you know, canned soup, you know, go and get something that's more homemade. Uh, you know, like my grocery store even makes homemade chicken soup. So I can even go there and because I'm not a very good soup maker. <laughs> and so with that, you know, doing that. So, um, so, and you don't have to do it. Don't go into restrictions like, oh, I can't eat this and I can't eat that and because that's even detrimental to the body. But what you can do is you can go, you know what, body, 
and talk with your body. I'm doing this for our better good. I'm going to do this so we can get uplifted. I'm going to do this so we can do this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to compromise. And instead of getting, instead of eating, you know, like um, go to the store and getting the prepared cookies, make your own cookies, you know, make like oatmeal raisin cookies or something that is more, has more um, organicness to it so that you can have those things to help you out if that I hope that helps so thank you for letting me do that real quick Regan I appreciate that no, now no. now we're gonna let's get on to our, our show more thing uh uh Kate how much you can do too when we talk about the muscle testing uh there's probably I'm just guessing a whole lot of videos on YouTube uh I guess kinesiology uh -huh. is, uh, kinesiology or whatever but it's used by many um medical professionals in the natural uh, apathic sense. Sometimes they use a pendulum. Sometimes they do the finger. There's all kinds of ways that your body will give signals on what's right and wrong for it. And it's been used for hundreds of years. You know, it's uh, a very t timely, well-tested uh, procedure. So you might find some other ways. Otherwise, uh, look in your uh, phone book for a naturopathic doctor and call them then they might be able to, you might be able to make an appointment, go in and they can test you with, um, I know I've been to one before that she had about a hundred different samples of different foods and she went through each one and with my body and just decided what was good, what was bad, you know, that sort of thing. But you might, you might get some help that way if you can afford a, uh, a session with a good naturopath. Yeah. And, and if she, if that naturopath doesn't fit you, go to another one. Because yeah. they're they're individual, and my dad was actually a chiropractor who did applied kinesiology, and so I grew up with with the muscle testing and the and the and the understanding and um and that kind of thing. And you know, I balance out naturopathic and medical doctors because there's two sides to every coin. Yeah. And medical doctors will you know they'll say you know if your blood work needs to be in between 37 and 68 you know, and you're at 37, they'll say, oh, you're good. Where a naturopath or somebody might say, uh, that's a teller. You're at 37. Let's, let's look at that a little bit deep, deeper. And so, um, yeah. So she says, uh, thank you. She'll, um, she says, uh, thank you both. Um, I'll have, uh, have a blessed week and you too have blessings. Yeah. And one, so, more, one more thing with Kate, Kate too. Um, just check in with yourself too, to see, um, with your, uh, how much stress you feel in, you know, right now with life and everything, um, kind of go through a good way to do this is, um, get the insight timer app, insight timer app, uh, listen to some of the music on there. That's helped good meditation music, get yourself really, really relaxed. And then ask yourself, um, what are your biggest stressors right now in your life? You mm -hmm. know, think, think of your life as, uh, the stress you have is like a forest of stress. And some trees are giant and some are just medium and some are little bushes. Uh, but just try to find out what that number one stressor is. And um, you, um, you know, and then ask yourself uh, what you can do about that. You know, maybe it's, you know, letting go of something or maybe you just need to relax. You know, uh, my significant other today went and got a, a massage today, you know, which she's got so much stress going on right now with everything going on in her life. Um, so um, she was smart, you know, says, you know what, I need a massage. She's going to have an afternoon to relax and meditate. And, and that always uh, helps her figure things out. So 
you know, there's usually some sort of something that's the cause of all this dysfunction in your body too right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I feel like that you kind of come into the other side of a lot of your stressors. Um, yes, I definitely need to give um, meditation a go. And and meditation, I want to give this disclosure out there that meditation, when you sit there and go, um, <laughs> is good for you. Some people can do that. For me, I lay in bed and I breathe and I relax and I breathe. And that is my meditation. That is my quietness. Or I can walk. I walk around the yard, look at plants. That is a form of meditation. So do something to bring blessings in your life. Lightness, breath. Remember, breathe. Because if the body doesn't breathe, the lungs don't breathe, you will not. That's one of the ways that your body releases toxins is through your breath and so remember to breathe it out and if you want a deeper um session remember regan and i both do sessions on the side so um besides the show so um uh uh you know it's uh it, it it's a, it it works brilliantly if you can spend some time quiet and listen to the body the body is something that really will tell you what it wants especially if you muscle test with it you know because that's one thing i notice is that um like i asked i listen to the guides but when i'm working with my body 90 percent of the time i will muscle test because that is my body answering my body so i always say okay body are you willing to ask some answer some questions yes okay can i ask you is it my liver Oh, yep. <laughs> you know, is it my gallbladder? Not as much anymore. You know, is it my adrenals? Yeah, not as much anymore. So, you know, and, and I didn't fully ask that question, but I asked the question in my head, you know, what is something that is a little bit off? And it said my liver. And so I'm doing some work to help that out. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. <we're, laughs> okay. We'll get on to where we go when we die in a sec. But, um, uh, <clears throat> since we're on this and people li listening, there's so many different ways of uh, it's work. You know, people have to do change. In other words, nothing changes unless something changes. So <coughs> it's going to have to probably change a few things. And that could be difficult sometimes for some people and even making little changes, but she can do it. People can do it. Meditation will help her to calm down and to get to her subconscious and everything too. <clears throat> but uh, one of the things I'm schooled in uh, and certified in is the quantum healing hypnosis technique. And if you, uh, Kate, if you want to take this even further, you could find someone in your area that does it, or you can even do it on Zoom. I could do it for you or, or anybody else. Uh, and um, what they do is they get you really deep in trance, which most people can achieve, about 90% of the people can. And actually, in that point, uh, there's a point where you can talk directly to your your higher self. It's like it's like a little bit further than doing the muscle testing because mm -hmm. you're face to face with your higher self, and your higher self can tell you what's going on sometimes. And even your higher self can even do a body scan and and uh, for you. Um, this has been done, gosh, uh, probably hundred thousand times with the quantum healing hypnosis people, and they've had miraculous results that way. So. Uh, exactly. That, and and as you said, Kate, that, you know, she said, I've I've heard nature is a brilliant way to meditate. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Have you ever driven down a full, uh, a road with really nice music on and trees on either side and you're going in and out of the daylight? It, it's it's mesmerizing and and it's 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 so wonderful. So, yes, take that time for you. Put you on the list. And yeah. I also have um, meditations for the week. This week is, um, what is this week's? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I just blew blew a break. Um, oh yeah, that was. I'll find it. <laughs> I know what it is. My brain is just went because you got me into a session, Kate. So I apologize, but I do um, meditations for the week, and so um, mantras for the week. There we go, and that will help too when you have that talk. I'm becoming healthy. I'm becoming healthy. I am healthy. My body and I are healthy together. I am healthy. You know, whatever you can do with that, I am finding my motivation. My health is mo motivation. I'm finding the foods that will align with me. You know, whatever mantra you can do to help your body be, because that's that's where we're at in life right now. That's where we're basically at. All right. So today with the <coughs> next me. part of the session and uh, uh, Kate, I guess it was Veronica with you watching? Yes, yes. Okay. There's a couple other people. Okay, the mantra good. is, I am safe and I am love. I am I safe, am safe and I am loved. Yeah. I am safe, I am loved. You see, one thing I learned if, as being a hypnotherapist in hypnotherapy school for a couple of years is that words actually have power. And your subconscious knows what different words mean. Like when you look in the mirror and say, I love you, you know, to you're looking at yourself, mm -hmm. you know your subconscious sees another person over there and it knows when you, when you're looking in the, you know, when you see a person that you really care about as they walk in the door, you know, your significant other comes in and all of a sudden you go, Whoa, hi, you know, it, it, it has these nice, you know, does nice things to your body. So uh, when you're looking in the mirror, even if you don't love yourself too much, even in the day, but you look in the mirror and just do the best you can and go and put energy into those words and just go, I love you. Oh, you're so beautiful. You know, then your subconscious sees the person that you really like. And it's really interesting how my clients that do that over a period of time say, oh, my gosh, it's so interesting. Because now when I look in the mirror and I just happen to get a glance on myself, I smile at myself like it's a good friend that just came in the door. You know, uh, so, you know, words. That's why when you're saying, you know, I'm healthy. It's a lot better than sitting there saying, oh, I'm so sick. Oh, God, why do you give this sickness to me? And what am I going to die? And, well, you know, it's like even if you're not feeling well, just get those words and your body will respond appropriately. We'll align with it. Yeah. And and that's the thing is I love this conversation because I'm, I'm going to actually, Kate, I love this question because this is going to be our intro into what we wanted to talk about. What is our, where does our soul go? And, and you know, like she says, is our subconscious on both sides what is it connect you know is it connected to us to the other side and you know there's so many things when our soul passes when our soul ends this in this physical body and i have an understanding that our soul and that's another show we should probably do mm -hmm. is what is connected with the soul and what is connected with the body mm -hmm. You know, because the fact that there is, I have an understanding, our soul, when it leaves this body, that it, our soul has a mind, it has a, a knowing, it also has a subconscious, it, it has those things because of the fact that um, when we're talking about past lives and that kind of thing, that, that our, those past lives interact with our subconscious which is our subconscious is kind of like our memory bank. Our subconscious is that part of us that kind of goes, hey, hey, you know, what about this? What mm -hmm. about that? 
And, and then as we live in this lifetime, our subconscious picks up things and puts it in the, in the bag of what the subconscious of the soul is. And it's, this is a bigger conversation, but it, it is a negotiation where our soul has a, a lot of what our body has. It's, a, it's almost like two, two different, it's not two th different things. It's all one. But as the soul leaves this body, it takes things that this soul, this body has learned and brings it with the soul. It's part of the Akashic records. It's part of the knowing records. It's part of that dance of, of what is really there. Yeah. Um, what we uh, Sometimes there's one way, another way of looking at it too. It's like we have a subconscious and then we have like a super conscious. Now it's all the same in one, but sometimes breaking it down into different aspects of ourselves kind of helps. And I, we find out that sometimes in hypnosis, you know, you get to talk to the subconscious, but there you can go deeper, you know, to, to, I think when you go to the subconscious and that there's a point when you know what to do is you can open up a doorway that's right behind it there that goes to the supercomputer, you know, which is mm -hmm. your, your higher self, you know, like a subconscious and then your higher self, which is part of your subconscious. But if you want to go, you know, really just to the nitty gritty, when I do uh, past life regressions with people, um, we usually get to that point, you know, of uh, w once they pass away in that past life and they're above their body, uh, <clears throat> which all their illnesses just go away. You know, I mean, um, sometimes I've had a lot of clients that die from respiratory seems to be a big way that people go in the past, you know, mm -hmm. respiratory issues. And they're say they're when they're just about to pass away. And I ask them, um, I said, what's going on? They go, oh, it's just so hard to breathe. You know, I think. And I say, are you ready to go? And they go, yeah, I think I'm, they'll say, yeah, I think it's this is going to be my time. And then I say, OK, one, two, three. You've just passed away and you're out of your body now. And then they even when they're in trance, you know, their body, their human body just goes. Oh, they go, oh, gosh, I could breathe. You know, they're actually in the soul body. But so they don't have a physical body to breathe. But there's that feeling since they're so close that, wow, that I'm done with that. Or if they've been going through a painful death, you know, of mm -hmm. torture or something like that. And they're out and they're finally they're free, you know. And so all of that, all of that goes away, you know. Uh, yeah. And I know I want to say that. Um, so, Kate, um, uh, like those gut feelings we get. Yes. Our gut feelings are either our our higher self speaking to us, mm -hmm. or our um, our uh, soul talking to us, or or even our bodies knowing. You know, those gut our body knows. Like there's sometimes where you know you, I'm ready to take a vitamin, and my body goes, "Heck no," <laughs> you know, because it's it's not time for that that vitamin, and so it has a gut reaction to what we're doing. And, and you, and that's the thing is, is that when we move on, our body moves on that this lifetime that we're in becomes a past life. And so the illness that we do have in this lifetime can have an effect in the next lifetime that we take. Like there's many people who I um, interact with that that they die at a certain age and they struggle living past that time in this lifetime because they've had so many lifetimes where their body has not lived on yeah. very long uh, at 
past that time. And so their, their body is struggling with health during that time because of the fact that they're not going forward. And so that's when we work together and I say, okay, it's time for you to own it and claim it and say, I'm writing the new contract. I have a new opportunity. Let's move forward. I'm here to live and, and be blessed. And when you take that opportunity to live past what your soul has has gone on to, you know, like cats usually live, you know, to 12 years old. And, and if they live to 18, it's like their body goes, huh, hey, I'm supposed to, I'm, but then they're like, what? Hey, I can still up and jump up and down and let's go forward. So like that, you know, be where we're at. And, and many times, like if we do get an injury in a lifetime, past lifetime, our arm keeps getting cut off because of wars, you know, well, we're going to have an ache in that arm for a little while and, and this lifetime and, and going in and healing those lifetimes, you can heal your, you can heal a lot of your body here. And that's one thing that, that going forward, that it's not necessarily that our soul holds onto the trauma drama. But it's almost like a um, a stamp of time, stamp in time on our soul, mm-hmm. and our soul um, doesn't necessarily go back to that ache and pain. But yet, you know, like for me, I was in a car um, accident when I was seven years old, and a lot of the trauma that was with my neck got reapplied because of that accident. And so I've had, so, but that was a great opportunity for me to heal a lot of my past lives. So when the soul goes on and, and moves forward, it does a lot of blessed work to get this lifetime that we're just in righted. It's like a ship being righted. Yeah. And, and, and it spends a lot of time doing that. Yeah. You never know. Um, when people have different issues, sometimes, um, Sometimes I hate to say, well, just have a past life regression. You can find out that it came from another lifetime. Well, you're going to find out it's about probably, I don't know, 75, 25, but 75% of the time your issues that you have were caused from something in this lifetime, you know, something you haven't dealt with. But then there's that other 20, if you if you research, you can't think of anything. You could even go to a, a therapist like me and do a regression in this life, try to see if some of your issues came from this life. And if you can't find it, then you can say, well, let's check another life. And a lot of times um, it's very, very common if you have a past life regression and you ask um, your higher self when you're there, uh, where did this start from? And it'll sh- and your, your higher self will show you where the beginning of your problem came from. Just having that realization a lot of times will make it go away in this lifetime. It's like because then you realize, oh, that was then. That doesn't have a relationship to my life right now or I don't need to go through that right now. You know, I was just hanging on to it from you know, from a past, it's just like, you know, like, like, like healing, you know? Um, so, um, when we get sick now, what Kate had didn't sound like it's life-threatening or anything. It's just going to be an adjustment, you know, for her to be healthier, but for other people that might be looking to have people going through this difficult time right now, because we're losing a lot of people. I know, um, Natasha, you've lost quite a number of people in the last year, this Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. And I know I have a couple other clients that have had one, two, three, you know, boom, people go. It's very difficult as we talk about grief and other other <clears throat> things before. Um, but you don't have to worry about those people that left because they're in good hands, you know. Uh, and I'm just telling you from now, it, Natasha mentioned I work with the Newton Institute. Well, we have a process where we put people, uh, we help people achieve a deep state of relaxation or trance. 
which most people can reach. And um, in that state, you're able to go to the afterlife and back. Um, you know, you, some people call it heaven, the afterlife, whatever you want to call it. And uh, while you're over there, um, you can ask about your health issues. So there, there's like all kinds of, uh, of advanced, spiritual, beautiful beings. Some just like Natasha has contact with it, you know, that talk through her. But um, on this other side there, you can um, kind of get a, uh, a tuna. There's places of rejuvenate. Like my clients, a lot of times will ask the guys over there, can my client go to this place to rejuvenate? And all, they're in deep trance. And all of a sudden, they're in this beautiful place with these, with, with lights or waterfalls or things. And they can just feel. It just trans goes even down to their physical body. They can just, they can just feel that, that healing, that, that, you know. Uh, beautiful uh, thing going on and that's usually on the way to where you go you know like as you know, Natasha I guess what we call it is is that when people pass away they go home you know in other words this is their temper you know in our bodies in here we found out from research with 70,000 cases that we're born on the other side and we're just down here to to learn and grow and you know like go to it's like going to college going away to college for a little bit and then when you graduate you know then you go back home you know, uh, so, um, you know, people all the time, even in trance, they'll say, oh, I'm, we won't even put, we won't tell them what to call it. But many people in trance, when they're trance there and they're about ready to pass away, they go, I'm ready to go home. You know, I want to go home. And uh, then when they pass away and they, you know, they get to see their friends or relatives that have passed on. Uh, there's, uh, they go to this beautiful place um, and it is beautiful. I've been there two times myself, uh, you know, through this process. So I know that it's real. Um, it's probably not like you think it is in a way, because your mind makes up a certain way that heaven is or whatever it is. It's uh, uh, physics and things is a lot different over there. But it's different enough that when you come back into your body here, you go, whoa, that was something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, when I, it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. I know that even though part of me wants to be here, that I, I know it's it's like being in a play and you just love the play you're in and you love the characters that you're interacting with. And you get like, so I did acting for years and you, you the ensemble, you get so close over, you know, uh, three or four months of, of rehearsal. And then you do the play for a month or two months if you get held over sometimes. And then it becomes time. It's the last the the last uh show and then everybody's going to disband and there's that heartache everybody has and they're hugging everybody and they you'll think you have lifelong friends and then that's over and two weeks later you're going for another play and you know it, you just almost forget that other experience because mm -hmm. now you're in this new play you know and that's exactly kind of exactly and that's the thing is is that you know as we're going through the process of passing you know there is I would get I would say that, you know, there's a lot of people that that when they watch the physical body, they they wonder if the soul is hurting. And it's like, no, it's not. Many a times the soul isn't even it's there witnessing, but it's not necessarily in the body. But the body goes through a, a primal wanting to breathe. It's the primal wanting to be here. And there's a lot of there could be the the image of fear in that there could be the, I don't want to go part, you know, I don't want to die part because, you know, there's that, that part of the, the mental mind, the, this mental mind that is struggling with this idea of not being able to breathe anymore, not being able to say hi to our friends physically. And, 
And I find that people who um, who have a lack of belief system are the ones that struggle more than the ones that have a a better belief system. Even yeah. though at that last minute, you know, I've had a couple friends who who did intuitive work, and at the last minute, they were like going, "I don't know where I'm going," because of the fact that, well, for one, the drugs that they were on to take away the pain of the physical body having um, this disease, mm-hmm. um, played mental games with them. And so it took away their ability to connect to the spirit world. And so then the logistics of that, that fear came in because of the drug induced scenarios. And so that's the thing that we, we should be able to, to look at, or if we can look at is look at the logistics around what's happening. And I know people who, um, have I've had conversations with someone who, you know, their parent was um, was uh, either Alzheimer's or dementia, and they they were wondering why is why is the body still cooking when the brain isn't here? And I go because of the fact that the soul disconnects, it travels, it goes and sees its different family, it goes and does its different things, it it, it negotiates a lot of different things. And it's still tethered to the body, and the way that the way that I see this, that it's kind of like, um, like our soul is like the balloon, and the balloon comes down and surrounds us, right? But then when our soul goes for a walk, the balloon rises and floats, floats away. But then there's the string still tethered to our wrist, or it's tethered to us, and that string. You know, I can see that thread that attaches our physical body to the soul, and I can see if it's a healthy connection or a, or a thinner connection. So, in other words, when I see it thinning out, that means that that person's going to go sooner than later, right? Yep. And so, when I see a thicker one, then I know that that person's like with Regan. I see, a, I see a nice thick one. <laughs> You're going to be here for a while, right? And and you pro- and 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 for me too. I see mine and and mine is really thick, you know, because my tether, but yet at the same time like for me I can go off into many dimensions and still be tethered to the body. Yeah. Where some people they can do that. And that's why a lot of times when the soul and the body disconnect so much, especially with dementia and Alzheimer's, then the body runs on natural ability. It runs on, I can breathe. I can, I can blink. I can swallow. I can, I can do the primal things. I can do the logistic things. Right. And when it, when it does those logistic things, then it gets on, it's kind of like a a car that idles. It, It just knows how to do it until it runs out of gas. And the soul is what's actually here to help us to say, it's our time right now. We need to stop breathing. We need to stop working. We need to stop doing. And that soul does that. One thing we found in our research and the afterlife research um, is um, just like when when people come into this life, there are some souls that will, you know, come get into the mother's fetus to be born right at the very last second. You know, Mm -hmm. others that go in, you know, it's usually two or three months when we ask the question. When they're in deep trance, we say, when did you, de- you decide to come into the room? Most of them, it's it's about halfway point, you know, and but they don't just come and stay in the room. They kind of go, you know, like they come down, hook up a few wires because you have to kind of, you know, it's kind of hook up 
to the human body. And then they go back to heaven back or the afterlife. And then a little later, they come back and hook up more until they're ready. Well, it's the same when we found out when people die sometimes. Some people, they get sick, boom, they're just out of their body, out they go, you know, right back to home. And there's others that take their time, you know. In other words, they, they, if they prepare, it's like preparing to go to the other side. So mm -hmm. they'll, a little bit of them will disconnect and be in the afterlife. Then, you know, the rest will stay or they'll come and go and come and go and uh, until it's time for them to go. So everybody's kind of unique in that way. Or some people go quick, other people, you know, hang uh, hang around or they, they take their time. Um, this is probably a good time to mention that case that uh, I had where, um, uh, oh, to preface this, what we found out in our research is, is that when you decide to come down into your body, you decide how much of your, how much of yourself, of your true self you're going to put into the body. You know, so in other words, uh, you, uh, everybody has a higher self in a way because not all of you is in the body. You know, let's say we, when we ask people in trance, they say, oh, I put about 50, 60 percent of my energy into this body. That means the other part is home, you know. So uh, what that means is when people visit the other side, you can actually talk to the higher selves of people that are still alive in your life now. So I had one of my clients come up and she was having to care for her mother who had Alzheimer's and um, she was having a difficult time because uh it's, it's just hard day after day after day. And people with Alzheimer's live a long time sometimes. So I'm in a session with her. She goes to a past life, sees herself pass away, turns around. There's a guide there. We asked if we can go to the afterlife and they go, yeah. So that we're, we're communicating, you know, in the afterlife. So she said, I want to talk to my mom, the part of my mom that's up here. And they said, okay. So there appeared to her, her mother talking to her in perfect health and, and beautiful, you know, just beautiful light. And she says, mom, why are you taking so long to die? <laughs> you know, why there? And the mom said, daughter, I'm not going to go for a, a, a little time yet because I'm teaching you patience. Okay. So the mom was purposely in that case, you know, even with Alzheimer's, her higher self knew what was going on and was going to have, you know, part of herself in that body have an Alzheimer's till it was time. And her figure, her daughter had learned enough patience you know, and then her mom would pass away. Well, that gave her great relief. You know, she saw her mom in a whole different uh, way when she came, you know, back and had to care for her mother again, because she had talked to her mom's higher self who didn't have Alzheimer's. It was perfectly great, you know, on the other side. So, um, you know, everybody takes, just, just depends on, you know, when they go, you know. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is that, you know, we can choose, there's like different times in our lifetime where we kind of have exit points. And that's the thing is that a lot of us don't realize that the way we speak, the way that we talk can be the beginning of an exit point. You know, that's where I feel like a lot of people, they kind of, they start saying, oh, you know, can't, I'm going to try to preference this as they say, Oh, this is killing me, you know, or I don't want to be here anymore or that kind of stuff. And cancel, clear, delete this because I totally want to be here and I'm totally alive and I want to be here. So with that, that, you know, our language can help preference one of those exit points that are coming up. And and when we're doing those kinds of things, it's an interesting dance on on being here. And that's the thing that, you know. 
I wake up every morning and I say, I love you. I love you. I thank you for being here and, yeah. and doing that work. But when we're doing our soul work, when our soul is, is really trying to decide if it wants to cross over, it is a tug and pull. It is a tug and pull. But, but then at the same time, though, once we cross over, no one goes home alone. No one goes home alone. And when we say home, it's going home to love. It's, it's just pure love. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you are. Even Hitler had this, you know, this wow. opportunity, yeah. you know. Now, I'm going to tell you, though, that different how you pass and who you are depends on the, the um, who is going to meet you fully. Now, like, I'm gonna, just going to use the word Hitler. Hitler probably, um, when I can see that when he crossed over, he had um, a family member there. He had someone else there. But then he also had some logistic, and I'm just going to call them angels. They're, they're workers. They're, they're light workers. You know, who, you know, some of them have wings. Some of them don't. But they're, they're angels. Um, and they took him and really set him took him to kind of like a special area to decompress, decomp de de um oh what's the word uh logistically kind of say this is why you chose this lifetime. Remember when you came in, you wanted to alter our world. You wanted to er alter earth. You wanted to do something that would alter the earth. And you knew some somewhere that you were going to have to make your own statements doing it. And this is the cause and effect because of how he was raised, how the logistics were and, and the human aspects of it. And so the, the angels took him and said, this is the, this is the, what you wanted to come into this world to be. Now, this is what humanly happened to you to have the cause and effect of the ins and outs and that kind of thing. So with that, 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 he went to a special area. Now, someone who um, has committed suicide, I can see uh, your eyes are really bothering you again. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Don't worry about it. it you, you know, we have physical body. We have the physical body. And so it's interesting when we're dealing with eyes and allergies and, and that kind of stuff that it, yeah. it's it's an interesting balance. And so with that, that, you know, people who commit suicide, they too get taken and and surrounded with love and go through a kind of a a life review of the who's and the what's and each person might get a different type of life review and and reason review and then you have people who you know who pass away like in a car accident and they would be you know granted other scenarios because there's a shock value because you're driving down the road and, and there's a big part of you that doesn't think you're going to pass. But yet there's something in the soul that knows something's going to happen. And there's many times when you um, talk to someone who, you know, their family member passed away, that they had these kind of like weird last minute conversations with them. 
they had these like off um, things or the person was doing certain things that kind of set up something. So the soul kind of knew that something was coming up, but they couldn't label it to give any heads up because if we knew then we wouldn't get into the car and then that scenario wouldn't have happened. And then all the teachings and all the learnings and all that stuff happens. But so with that, that, that they're taken in a special way. People who have long illnesses are taken and people who pass away, you know, logistically, like my mom with Lily Garrick's disease, she had family members who were, who were guiding her and helping her with angels. And I know that she didn't really want to go. I mean, I heard her say, you're not taking me. I'm not going because she was so wanting her body to still work. But in Lou Gehrig's disease, she had no choice. Her body was shutting down. And, and so with that, the, um, you know, that's where, you know, you, you, you have these different scenarios that happen, but I want everybody to know, no one goes home alone. No one goes home to be punished. Doesn't matter what your belief system is. We're all taken care of. Because yeah. the fact that the belief system is this human form, not necessarily the soul's knowing. Yeah, every one of my clients that I've done a, a life between life session with, where first you go, the, the way we get to the afterlife is by having them go to a past life, see themselves pass away. And then we say, what's next? And when they turn around, in a sense, there's always, every single time there's a guide, an angel, a loved one that's there. It's like, like you say, nobody dies alone. You know, there's always um, like everybody listening to this now or sees us in the future. You actually have um, some other um, advanced souls, I would say, guides, angels or whatever that are um, watching out for you, you know, you know, through birth, through through death. And it's just something that they choose to do is their job. In a sense, when you get to heaven, you know, everybody picks a job up there. And depending on your degree of uh your degree of development, um, different jobs are available. Like you have, you know, it's, it's almost like going in for an interview and they, and your and the boss is looking at your job skills and they go, wow, you've learned this and this and this, that means you could do this now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if someone says, well, I wish I could do this and they go, well, you haven't quite learned that yet. Uh, but come back and you can have that job when, once you, you know, advance a little bit further that way. Uh, but it's nice to know. I mean, I, I met my guide um, up there, Rebazar, and um, uh, Late Z is another one. I, I'm asking you now, see, in my mind keeps saying that I'm making this up, but I know that from when we do this, it probably not. But this guide that's uh, been on my council when I went there two times and asked a bunch of questions was a Chinese looking, I call him Late Z. Uh, to me, he looked Chinese, you know, that way and the way he was dressed and everything. And so now I'm um, like, I'll say like, how am I doing today? And then in my mind or something, I see him smiling at me or nodding mm-hmm. or doing something like that. And, I, and I'm thinking, hmm, that's pretty cool. I mean, whether, whether it's just, you know, sometimes I see whether it's just my mind making it up or it's actually happening, it's a nice thing, you know, because he's always, and it's funny because he's always so joyful and he's always so bubbly sometimes inside i'm going you know don't be that way today i don't feel that you know (laughs) smile and i feel guilty about that and i think but he was showing me this last week or this thing i was seeing that soul can be joy joy you know joyful all the time you know Mm -hmm. when you're up there you know just you can just be love yeah well that's what love is is joyful 
Yeah. And it's that's what peaceful. You, it's tranquility. Know. Like, like my husband can have a really rotten day and he goes, how are you? And I go, I'm good. Yeah. You know, but I sit in love 99% of the time. You know, yeah. now there's sometimes where I'm like really be tired and I'm just kind of human, but I'm still, still love. But Regan, if I can give you this, that if it's the first thing you hear, the first thing you know, it, there's no time for your mind to interact with it. The first thing, yeah, you know, the snap of the finger, yes, it's them. Yeah. Now, if you sit there and go, sometimes it is them, but mm-hmm. yet, you know, but usually if it's the first thing you hear and see, that's our guides and that's our love, loved ones speaking to us because it, yeah. it is that quick. Now I can decipher between my brain stuff and my, and the spirit stuff because of the fact that I've practiced that understanding of the yeah. language. It's practice. Yeah, practice to do better. Whatever it is, it's a good thing. And I'm thinking, um, you know, makes my day better. Well, and that's the thing is, is that when we're talking about our guides and our loved ones, that they are not going to, they're, they're not going to be sitting there going, well, you're doing a fricked up job. Uh-huh. You know, they're, they're not that way. They're going to say, well, you know, you're doing a great job. Take, take care of you though. Remember you, you know, they're always going to say something or they're going to interact in more in a positive way than in a logistic negative way. But, and that's the, the, the way that they treat us when we cross over too, is, is they go, you know, dude, yeah, you had a, had a, had a hard life. But you did the best you could. So remember that this was about lessons, guys. This is about lessons. And so I can hear them kind of talking about, you know, some of them come across as, hey, dudes. And some come across as, you know, whoever we are needing to meet us, that's who meets us. They That energy transforms to be the one that we need. Yeah. So if we need, you know, um, Archangel Michael to come and we need Archangel Michael to be in his Bermuda shorts and tank top with a beer in his hand. That's oh, how yeah. he's going to be. If he, if Archangel Michael needs to meet us because of our logistics in his white coat, fi- uh, fiery sword and, and the halo. Yes. He'll meet us that way yeah. because that's how the universe hooks up with us in our personal belief system to negotiate us through that, that I'm going to call it portal or whatever it is, the doorway into this next world that we're going into. And then there's the logistics. And that's where some souls, like my dad, he knew where he was going. He trusted it. He crossed over, did a conversation, came back, and and he was back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. My mom, it took her a little bit longer. She was a little bit more, I'm going to call it human crossing over. And so it took her a little bit longer to cross over and get the logistics about her spirit world. But my dad and I, you know, we, we've, we've done things a long time. My mom was a little bit younger soul than my dad and I. And so, you know, there was that logistics of going back and forth. Yeah. Um, And my clients, I'd say the most popular or the most common way that my clients see their guides, the angels and that is they're wearing robes you know, mm-hmm. different colors and things. Sometimes that's the most common. Uh, but I've had them before, you know, where they just have this extravagant shining. Sometimes I'd had one recently and they were in this armor, you know, like mm-hmm. a soldier or like a, you know, like a warrior, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. Thing. Um, but um, I had one and the guide showed up as a, 
as a um, uh, what am I thinking of uh, as a shark fin, you know, and also mm -hmm. as a shark fin. And we go on, and and my client in trance says it's my guide, and I goes a shark fin. He goes yeah, and I says, and then I always ask, have them ask their guide, why did you show up as a shark fin, you know? And then they get an answer that usually has something connected to what means meaningful to my client. You know? Yes, exactly. And that's, that's how this, this, the, the love world on the other side of, of this human form yeah. does is they want us to be as comfortable as we can going through that life altering experience of death, you know, yeah. and, and that, that soul has to go ahead and go, Oh, I'm not human in the human form anymore. There's a part of it. There's a part yeah. of it that says, I'm going home. And then there's a part that says, holy nigglark. You know, it's it's yeah. a part of that moving forward. But yet it, it only takes a split second. And then we're like, I got it. Yeah, I've had um, got it. clients who talk to relatives that recently passed, um, you know, like they're in part of the um, bereavement counseling that I do. And they, they, uh, they say, okay, I hear you can get me, let me talk to my dad, you know? And I go, yeah. And so in trance, boom, then we, we finally find them in the afterlife. And I'm, I'm thinking, of, I was surprised, but it's happened a number of times where they still, they're like the dad that passed away still wasn't all the way home, but he was in the process of going home. Mm -hmm. And in this case, the father was reuniting with his mother and father and son that had, you know, his son in this life that had passed away. And when the daughter asked him, well, are you, are you all the way home in heaven yet? And he says, no, we're just having this reunion right now. It's like, like a soul group reunion. And mm -hmm. then from there, he was going to go on to, you know, wherever he's going to go in the afterlife or whatever, you know. And that's the thing is, is that over there too, like we, on this lifetime, I always kind of talk about the soul groups are like, like a rings of a tree when you mm -hmm. cut a tree down and there's some souls that were in the center of the rings and we're really close. And then as we go out yeah. in the rings, that's our soul family, but it might be like the rings on the very outer part of the tree are the ones where, you know, it's like you meet up at the, the clerk in the, in the grocery store and you go, hi, how are you doing? I really enjoy you. And you <clears throat> just have this, you have yeah. this likeness for them, but they're not really anybody in your life that you interact with. But they're on that soul outer part that you just kind of, you you pick lifetimes where you just kind of meet up like that once in a while. You just get comfortable yeah. with people. Yeah. We call those uh, it, it just to be able to label things subgroups, you know, like there's mm -hmm. the soul group and then there's the subgroups and there's many of those, you know, uh, interacting. But what I would say, um, just uh, we can talk even more about this in another session about because there's so many things we know now about what happens when you die, where you go, and what you do while you're there before you either decide to come back again or not, you know. Uh, and, uh, but we, we call them stations, but um, the stations so far that we know of are, there's the place of rejuvenation that a lot of souls go before they go to get all the way back home again, a place to like recharge, to, mm -hmm. to, to you know. It's, to it's, it's very it's unlightening. Like, yeah. Unlightening to be here. And so we need to get our light back. We need to yeah. get our light, our life source back and our, then our um, life force back. Yeah. And then, um, there's the soul groups that, um, you know, that my clients are able to go to. And then there's a council, uh, which is another station where you can have pre prepared questions and you can ask about your current life. 
um, you know, is any question that you want, you know, and it, and they'll do. Uh, there's um, the library that some of my clients go to, which uh, maybe that's where the Acacia uh, records are or something, because they sometimes will go there and there'll be a, a guide in charge that'll put a book in front of them, sometimes just made of pure light and pages will flip back and forth and they're seeing all their past lives. Um, there's uh, the uh, place of recreation, uh, which is kind of cool. And some of my clients get to go to up there and they just have a ball. Uh, the different things that souls do for fun up there, you know, one of them even found themselves in a comedy club, you know, on the other side, you know. So, I mean, it's just, uh, and then there's uh, the there's places uh, um, like the station we call places of higher uh, education or something. There, mm -hmm. It's like colleges in heaven in a way, but they have rooms for everything like inspiration for music, for art, for dance, uh, for, you know, uh, techie, you know, uh, computer stuff. I mean, there's there's all kinds of places up there that my clients have gone to where they've, they've found inspiration for uh, different things. And then there's the, um, the other station sometimes they go to is where they're planning their next life. You know, it's a life selection place and they'll find themselves there and they can actually see the different choices they have of what different lives they could have. And there's there's like guides in there, like, you know, helping them to figure it all out, you know, mm -hmm. on how they want to have all their scenarios, uh, you know, be. Um, so <clears throat> I know I'm forgetting one, too. But anyway, um, you know, um, that's the place, at least that's been opened up to us at the moment that they're allowing uh, people that are still alive now to visit up there for a bit. And the main thing that they say that they've opened this portal of heaven in a sense for people to see is to basically let them know that they're, they, you know, they chose their life. Okay. There's lessons that they wanted to learn. They have a mission, mm -hmm. you know, and to the main here. thing is to let them know that they're never alone. You know, that there's always other souls up there rooting for them to get on with their mission and everything. So, um, you know, um, when I asked if there were other places other than this and one of the guides jumped up and went like this, like, you haven't seen anything yet, you know, kind of like, so, um, but that's all that's really needed because when you say Natasha, what we really need right now and what you help people with and what I try to help people with is see, you know, you, you know, the difficulties and things you're going through in this life is for learning yeah. and you have some work to do. You know, you chose to come down and learn these things. So don't bitch about it in a way, because, you know, it's just like you chose to go to grad school and now you're complaining when you're in there when you know that you want to go to grad school and you want to go through the hard work to get to the other side so that you, because you're going to learn there what you need for your mission or your mm -hmm. or something, you know. And that's that's where, you know, going through and, and getting help to have discernment, the stretch and the pull between what is something that we need to hold on or is it something that our mind wants to hold on to, but our soul really says, why are you holding on to something that Jimmy did to you when you were 18 years old? You know, yeah. you know, that is something that your mind wants to hold on to. But really, does that help your soul to move forward and, and go forward? And so that's the discernment, the, the, the separation that that is helpful when you have help to to separate what is the, the proper experiences that you want to learn from. Or does the episode with Jimmy that you keep holding on to, what is it that that he was here to teach you so that you can move, you know, say, okay, 
done and over with now. Let me move forward so I can move into this next knowing of where we're at because it is about experiences and lessons. And that's why I use the mantra all the time. What is this here to teach me? Why am I in this process of doing this? Oh, I'm about boundaries. Okay. Now I may get the lesson a little bit cleaner than a lot of people because of my intuitive knowings and the way that I use um, life as a metaphor and, and I observe what is happening to say, okay, well, I'm not being very good about saying no. Okay. Well, that not being able to say no is about boundaries. And so with that, that, you know, applying those different languages to help out and, that's why when we leave, sometimes it is that check off the box list that we need to do before we go because of the fact that we're here on such a short time and what can we do to experience the blessings with the ebb and flow of up and down to get those, those experiences to learn how to negotiate better. Wow. So um, we're about five minutes yeah. over. I want to make yeah, sure really Kate well. asked a couple questions and I want to make sure that I get okay. Kate's answers here. Okay. Um, okay. And I think we did a lot. Um, so uh, meditation ago. Uh, okay. And then, um, so then I think this is it uh, is uh, subconscious both sides. We talked about that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, 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 uh, and then, um, yep, and those gut feelings and yep. then illnesses, um, karmic from past lives. That's Some where point. I think we did cover that. I, that they, yeah. it, I'm going to say it's a little bit of yes and a little, and a lot of no. It's a little bit of this yes and a little, and a yeah. lot no. It's how we speak in this time frame. And, uh, that's where I like to work with the DNA of our lives. And then work with past lives. So I, I work with the DNA of our family tree, our family line. And then I go into the um, the the past lives and see how they're con connecting with us right now with some of the illnesses, knowing that a lot of this stuff is why are we not why are we not letting go of the stress? And why are, why is our body holding on to so much stuff? Yeah. Um, I mean, what about people who die in tragic circumstances? Um, that's almost another show in a way. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, uh, I know of uh, people that when they went to the other side uh, from, I mean, when they went through a past life and then they went back home again and they, they actually got to see where they knew they they knew in that lifetime that they were going to die tragically, you know. Uh, but sometimes, you know, because of free will, we come down here to do a certain thing. And because of free will, we make a choice that takes us off of out of our template. That we had in a sense and things can happen you know mm -hmm. or souls that aren't uh, developed enough sometimes when they die tragically they're on the other side and they're kind of mixed up for a while until they get things kind of kind of uh, figured out um, but i would say most of the time when people die in tragic circumstances it may seem tragic to us but to the souls that went through it when they get to the other side it was just something they needed to go through or that mm -hmm. they had planned on going through a lot of the time that's, yes, that's the case. Um, you, you, um, Kate, um, here's a couple of books to read with case histories from the Newton Institute. Uh, they've sold over a million copies. I mean, people really love reading these case histories. One's called Journey of Souls by Michael Newton, just like Fig Newton. Mm -hmm. Journey of Souls. The other one's called Destiny of Souls. And there's another one called Wisdom of Souls. 
and it's some of the case histories taken from these 70,000 people that we've helped go to the other side and back. And there's chapters on, on like to would answer a lot of your questions in there. You can even get them on used books because so many, you know, I've get them and give them away to my clients. Sometimes you can get them for five or six bucks uh, or get a, you know, you, once you read it, you'll, you'll pass it around. I get so many people and clients, they go, well, my friend had this book and he gave it to me. And now I want to, I want to have this experience, you know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, thank you very much, Kate, yeah, for Kate. being interactive. Thank you very much. I, I'm grateful that you were here. And um, Veronica says, thank you very much. You Thank you for yeah, supporting us all the time. And then, um, then we have uh, uh, Dolores from Manchester, England. So hello there. Late night for you. So with this, that I want everyone to know that no matter how we go home, Go home to love. We go home to love. And all of our family members, no matter what we believe in, here in the human form, we go home to love. And yeah. please know that there, our family members, if they don't come and see you, it's more about your grief than it is about the dance of them where they're at. And so with that, they're always taken care of. They're always loved, no matter who they are. Now it depends on how they're navigated with. Um, Darlis, Darlis, sorry about that, Darlis. Um, that um, that as we go forward and and manage, that there's um, blessings for all. So with that, that I hope to see everyone on Wednesday with life clarifications with Natasha. I will be uh, talking about something that um, happened to me this weekend about how. Yeah how we can let people live their, um, their lives. Um, there was a scenario where there was a, uh, something going on with between a couple and we had to let them get in the car and leave. And it was a struggle. And so how can we let other people live their lives? And yeah. that could be controlling moms. That can be, so that's what I'm going to speak about is, and it's going to be about a little bit of different things. So, um, right. How four o'clock on Wednesday, right? Four o'clock on Wednesday. And then we'll be back here Monday. Again. Monday. And we yes. quite have a topic, at, but you know, it always uh, you know, it's nice we have people like Kate and Veronica and and what is it? What was her name? It was interesting. Dar uh Darless. Darless, like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, first time I've ever heard I've I've uh, heard that name. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um um anyway, oh People can get a hold of me if you go to my website. You can see right down there, visittheafterlife.com. Some really cool videos on there. You can even see a person going through a life between life session where they go through a past life to the uh, back, you know, to the afterlife and back. Um, it's uh, it's like a two hour, two and a half hour um, thing to watch on there. But also, uh, Michael Newton's on there before he passed away. There were some great interviews, and he talks about how this was all discovered and and uh and so forth and uh there's a, a tabs on there for regular therapy that i do with people all the time with hypnosis and using eft which is emotional freedom technique there's some great videos you can learn a lot on my website with these uh different things and there's interviews with people on like oprah winfrey and that about past life regression and so forth which are very interesting also you can request a free book on my contact page uh, reincarnation is real about all the current research being done all over the world on reincarnation so much proof so much out there and we've pretty much i mean we've had 70,000 people have the past life experience so we we know it's real so um 
anyway, as I'm sinking here into, <laughs> you don't want to go down. You know, <laughs> your camera keeps going up, doesn't it? Like, this is crazy. Okay, me for a minute, for it. Here it goes. So, whenever. So, anyway, uh, visit theafterlife.com and 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 uh, Natasha, I guess yours is angelicclarifications.com clarifications.com yes i am very much wanting to help people go through life and if you've watched this whole show you can have my experience of how i can go from over here to over there and this and that so with that i love to help people negotiate their life going through whatever you are i do it with lack of judgment and i believe in pretty much everything out there that is dealing with love and light so with that please get a hold of me at angelicclarifications.com and if you've been watching this please subscribe or like this wherever you're at and um, know that you are so loved and please come and watch us again and interact again yeah blessings to all See you next week bye now